Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unleashing Possibilities podcast. This is Mark, and Christy is here with me. Hello, mentors. All right. So today we are going to spend some time talking about goals, which shouldn't be a surprise that at New Pathways we're exploring goals uh, because we know that goals give us the ability to set vision and invite us to take intentional actions on how we want to move forward. And ultimately, New Pathways, we want to help our youth to break the cycle of poverty and adversity and help them to create the future that they want for themselves. And there are a lot of different ways to look at goals. And so today we're going to look at what are the different types of goals and how can we be intentional about bringing all of those ways that we approach goals into our lives and our mentoring relationships. So a couple of ways that we talk about this here at New Pathways is we talk about vertical development goals and we talk about horizontal development goals. One of, and we talk about also a distinction of tube versus, versus aspirational goals. We're gonna, so we're going to explore those four goal concepts with you today. So we first want to start with what does it mean to have a vertical development orientation and what does it mean to have a horizontal development orientation? So by vertical development, we mean think about it as the depth of yourself, the depth of being human. How am I in the depths of myself? How do I have awareness? How do I have expression? How do I have compassion and forgiveness and bring about new behaviors? How do I have a set of practices in my life that bring about behaviors in me that are healthier and more functional and um, more oriented toward the joys and the pleasures and meeting the suffering and challenges of life fully capable. That's what we mean by vertical development goals. Horizontal development goals are those things that are over a, a lifetime or over a span of, of time period that come one after another, kind of like the horizon. You can look out and you can see them spanned across time. Those milestones might be things like graduating high school, going to college, going to the military, getting uh, into a relationship, starting or having a family of my own in some form, having a, a career, buying a house, getting a car. Those are all horizontal goals that have we've been oriented into in our culture here in the Western world. And it's really easy in our culture to only focus on horizontal goals as our measure of success, our measure of well-being, our measure of worthiness. And what we're saying here at New Pathways is those are not the only goals in life. And more often, we're finding with this younger generation, they're calling bullshit on those goals and saying, you promised me these goals and happiness ensues, but all they see is striving and working a ton, and they're calling for something else in their life. So these goals aren't exclusive, but we know when we bring in the vertical development, we develop a more full, capable, resourced human that can meet happiness and suffering in their own lives, um, fully resourced for both. And that's what we're up to here at New Pathways. How do we talk with our youth about horizontal goals, but not at the exclusion of their vertical development as human beings so that they have more breadth and more depth of who they are. 
Yeah, and so you're bringing forth to us, Christy, that uh, it's an and, it's not an either or. And there are two specific types of goals that we can see in alignment to horizontal and vertical development. And you already introduced them, which are tube goals and aspirational goals. And so let's spend some time diving into the difference between these and what some of the limitations can be um, if we kind of stick to maybe just one. So the first one, if we talk about is tube goals, and you could actually visually maybe think about a tube, kind of a long, maybe narrow pipe, and you can see maybe down the end and see where you're heading if you're going through the tube. And so thinking about horizontal development, there's clear steps of, okay, I see the end destination, I see the pathway I need to take, and I'm going to take those steps. And as you alluded to, Christy, this is very important for us because obviously to um, create the life that we want for ourselves, there are logical steps that we have to take to move forward. We do have to achieve things and to learn and grow in that process. So the focus in tube goals is often on getting to the other side of the goal. It's the completion and we're checking off the boxes along the way and we can get to the end and say, we have arrived, we are here. And so you gave us some great examples of what those could look like. So um, getting a job, graduating high school, getting a car. The challenge or some of the limitations of tube goals is that um, we can get stuck in the tube. We can sometimes be pushing ourselves through it. And um, there, if we had took the time to have some self-awareness, we may, we may realize this isn't right for me right now. Or... Um, I'm, I'm at a really at an impasse or a barrier and I can't move forward. So we could be pushing ourselves or somebody else could be pushing us through that tube. And it can be really painful being in that, that stuckness. And I don't know how to move. I don't know how to get out here. Um, and there's not a lot of our opportunity for learning or self-awareness to actually assess what is really present for me right now. What's the barrier, the challenge? Is this really what I still want? So again, some limitations when that may not be the right path at the right time and doesn't really allow the opportunity for learning. And we do this, um, if for our mentors who are parents, you can probably think about the times you put your kids into the tube and you're behind them and you're pushing them through and they're resisting and um, or they get stuck in there and you're behind trying to make something happen and they're not moving. But we can also do this to our, our mentees our youth that we're mentoring. And it's not a fun place to be as the adult. And it's not a fun place to be as the young person because there's not a lot of learning. There's just being pushed. So the thing about tube goals is not that they're good or bad. Um, it's about the orientation we have. Tube goals is a way of expressing an orientation we can have toward a goal. And that orientation becomes one of striving of, of pushing, as we've talked about, of win or lose, pass, fail, good, bad, worthy or unworthy as a human being. It's an orientation to a goal or an aim I have in my life that can be one of a lot of striving that leads to uh, lack of health on mental health, emotional health, uh, and even physical health, what we can do to ourselves when we're pushing for an end result to be at the other end of the tube at all costs, or we're pushing someone else to be that. So the two goals express a way, an orientation toward our, our end result and the way that we get there. 
An aspirational goal gives us a different orientation toward having an intended aim or an intended end result, but not being so tied to the end result. Do you want to tell us about our aspirational goals, Mark? Yeah. So aspirational goals invite us to maybe sense into or invite us to bring about a desired state of being. And it creates the space for learning and flexibility along the way. And so there's this natural curiosity, this appetite for self-reflection, and there's not an intended destination point. There's no arrival, uh, but it's this awareness that we're constantly learning, we're constantly unfolding, we're constantly evolving as human beings, um, and we're being up to applying that learning and questioning the learning and seeing where else we can go from there. So some examples might be, um, you know, I want to, uh, an aspiration goal could be to thrive in a career where I feel like I can make a difference. And as I think about that, there's no end destination to that. I, I can be in the career and there's always opportunity to learn and grow about where is my purpose? Where is my impact? How can I continue to do that here in new ways, in different ways? What am I learning? What am I noticing? Another example of an aspirational goal could be, I want to enhance my my overall body, my mind, my emotional health. And so again, even with that, there's no end destination to finally say, okay, my body's in the the perfect form. My mind is in the perfect state. My emotions are exactly where they need to be and they're never going to change. There's continuous learning and growing and evolution with that. So in the aspirational goals, similar to the tube goals, it's really about understanding we can have a similar aim or a similar intended outcome, yet our orientation to getting there is different. Um, In an aspirational goal, we begin to be open to the result. We can say, as Mark said, um, I want to be in a career where I make really great money that I can live outside of poverty, which is different than saying I must become X. And if I don't become this X profession, I am a failure and I'm not successful. It means that I might be able to say I have an interest in health and I can pursue a lot of different ways of being in health uh, and healthcare from nursing to pharmacy to um, being a physician to being a, a a health coach to being a nutrition. There's a lot of variety in that space where I can have an aim to be outside of poverty and have a career outside of it and be explorative of it. And, um, and I can evolve and I can learn along the way. Maybe I set my aim to become a physician, but as I get into my coursework, I find it's really this nutritional aspect I love about health and I can start to pursue that. It doesn't mean that I have failed at being a doctor or that I've lowered my standards. It's, it means that I've listened to my orientation toward what my aim is in life, what my calling is in life. And I can answer it in a lot of different varieties in a lot of different ways. So my, the end result is not make or break. Um, The end result is not so uh, definitively defined that if I don't hit that exact spot that, um, that I've missed it, it's that it's a more open, expansive field and I can enjoy the journey of learning along the way and shift and make space for what feels and becomes more and more true. And I'm still in the aim, I'm still in the intended outcome, but it not defined it so concise and constrictively 
that I don't have any other options other than to be pushed through to it. Yeah. And so what are some different ways that we can work with tube and aspirational goals and how can we support our mentees? One of the things to consider is as we're doing goal setting with our youth, be really curious with them. And so as we alluded to before in American society, we're very good at creating tube goals, creating the checkpoints and working towards completion. And so we can step back and ask our youth, well, what's so important about this goal? What is it that you really want? What are you working toward? So instead of just getting to the end destination, what am I trying to create? So it's, it's, a, it's a way of, of exploring and helping to understand what is the aspiration behind the goal? So can we pull back a little bit more to get an understanding of that? That then loosens things up. It, it frees things up a little bit more. And so, yes, we can still work towards this tube goal. And now we have a greater understanding, though, what it is that you're ultimately wanting to create, which creates more space and more flexibility that should you run into barriers, breakdowns, or challenges, that's not the only way to go about creating what it is that you want for yourself in life. The image I think of, Mark, as you were talking about with this visual of a tube, it's almost like we're poking holes in the tube to pop up and say, am I still on track? Is this still where I want to go? Um, not as pass or fail, but it makes me think of like those little tubes that, um, that like ferrets or mice play in, right? And it's like, oh, I still have this destination I want to get to. But the route I'm taking isn't the isn't the way to get to this more spacious field. So I can pop on another tube with a a, um, a curvature in it and and find my way still to the same to the same opening into a field, but not um, always on the same path that I've charted. And so I think of this tube that you've described as poking these holes in and adding these attachments to it that as I'm learning about myself, as I'm exploring, I can see now a lot of ways to get into the end of the tube to a broad open field of possibility instead of through the tube to land only at the end of it and not be able to see my life beyond it. Yeah, I love that that visual. I think that that really helps us to see it. And as we work with our youth and are supporting them, we just want to be mindful that we might have that tendency to want to push them through the tube and um, just sense into how does it feel when one is in a tube and you're being pushed and kind of um, maybe challenged to work through a breakdown, but you don't have the supports you need. Maybe you don't have the skills maybe you're not really committed to, to this, this goal anymore. And so that can be really challenging as an individual who's stuck there. And so um, as, as mentors, how can we remember that that tube is not the only destination, only pathway to get to the destination? And how can we be with our youth in that stuckness, great opportunity for learning and growing, and maybe pull back? And, and explore some of the reasons we as mentors may be putting our youth in a tube goal you know, we don't do so well as sometimes as adults um, with uncertainty. And so the more we can define the tube and the end result, the more certain we feel as the mentor. And that's not always helpful for our youth. We can help them find direction, um, explore possibilities and move toward them. So can we loosen that we as mentors must be expert and we must know and therefore must impose our knowing upon our youth? The other reason we oftentimes put youth in tube goals and push is because their success 
we make our success as mentors. And that's not what we're up to here at New Pathways. We're not measuring the mentor's success by if the youth has, passes or fails at their goals. We're, we see and, and um, develop and support our mentors to be in the journey with the youth, developing their vertical space while working toward their horizontal goals. So those aren't exclusive for us and how we want our mentors to show up with our youth. So be in the breakdowns with your youth and know that it doesn't mean that you're a failure as a mentor. Uh, put, the, put the new tube, um, the new hook onto the tube and create a detour and a path. There's so much learning that we can bring in that way. But noticing why we might put our youth in tube goals might be that we're equating their success to our own as the mentor. And those are not the same thing. And to that point, an invitation mentors is to maybe stay, take a look back and, and look at maybe what are the goals that you're creating for yourself as a mentor? And it's possible that many of those are two goals, right? I'm going to support my youth to graduate on time from high school. Then they're going to go to college. Then they're going to do this, this, this. And can we step back and say, what's the aspirational goal that you have and you want in your mentoring relationship? And as I step back and I sit, think about myself and my mentee, it's I want my youth to, to feel seen and to feel heard. Um, I want him to develop these, these skills that he can, he can learn about himself, know about himself, be sure about himself, um, confidence in himself. Uh, I want him to be able to make decisions in a way that feel informed and feel true to his values. And, and as I step back and I think about those, it, it lightens things up. It frees me up to say, okay, there's a lot of ways to go about creating the space and the environment for him to, for those things to happen with us in relationship. And yes, there still are going to be other important things to attend to, but I'm not st- set on a deadline or an intentional way of how to move forward. But I can say, how do I be with my youth? How do I be in that learning, that growing ex- explorative space to help him to create the future that he wants? a future that's going to continue to unfold and I'll continue to adapt and evolve as a mentor as that unfolds. And all of that is happening in the field of horizontal goals. They're again, we can't stress this enough. They're not exclusive. They're interlocking, interconnected, but imagine that your youth is thriving because they're on track um, to the vicinity of a destination and, and that what they're finding in the journey is that they're open to their own calling and that gives more intention and more spaciousness to the work that you're doing together to reach horizontal goals through the vertical development process, trusting in the process itself. So our call to action for you today, mentors, is this. Reflect on your own goals and identify where you have two goals and where you have aspirational ones. If you can't easily identify an aspirational goal for yourself, identify one that you could bring forth and be in the act of working on it with your youth. Um, Model what it looks like to be in aspirational goals and curiosity uh, and reflection. Another one would be to consider your approach to how you want to work with your youth and your goals, thinking about project plans, case plan goals. And be mindful of when might you notice you're pushing your youth through a tube goal. And you can even have a conversation with your youth around what might that feel like if you are being pushed and invite your youth to speak up and be vocal if they feel like they are being pushed through that tube. Think about where you can invite more space for tube and aspirational goals. 
And how can you invite regular checkpoints for opportunity for reflection and to check in on what are you learning? What is youth learning? And then see about where might you need to make shifts with goals to again, create more space. And then we invite you to check in with your program coordinator as normal and share what is it that you're taking away from today's podcast? What are you noticing or, or seeing about your own two goals and aspirational goals? And how do you want to continue to be curious about these types of goals in supporting your mentee? So thank you for being with us today, mentors. It's always a pleasure. And we look forward to exploring tube and aspirational goals more with you and with your youth, uh, getting up to the aims that we have in our life. As always, we appreciate you. And until next time, keep unleashing possibilities.